Experts, this is me, Zabe, as always, uh, coming to you live from my living room and my time of reflection when my baby's asleep <laughs> um, and when I can get some some well-deserved time to really uh, speak to myself through this mic that I have installed on my table. Um, I, I gotta say, this is this is. I really enjoy doing this. This is not a burden on me. I don't feel like I need to do this. It's uh, after a long time. I think I've involved myself into something that I really enjoy, and it is not easy too. It's not. It's not like you know. I just record and just automatically edits itself and you know uploads itself, and then I have to share it on various platforms and and whatnot. Doesn't happen. Um, easily but I still enjoy it and um, this is this is very much a hobby this is very much something that I love doing and and I value this and I can't be any more um, grateful for doing this um, especially with my time um, you know staying at home you know we were just not not much to do i mean i'm not gonna say much to do I have i'm pretty sure my wife's gonna disagree with that i have a lot to do which i sometimes <laughs> delay um knowingly or unknowingly but as a parent as a first uh parent first time parent um there's a shit ton of you know work that needs to be done but still i i feel like i still take time out for this because this is i i consider this my time and instead of doing like playing games on my Nintendo Switch or uh, just browsing through the internet or doing any any other thing, I would rather do this with my time. So I really enjoy it, and and I feel like um, I feel like there's some traction um, as well. So um, which which makes it even more you know uh, enjoyable in my opinion. Um, but anyway, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I did an episode on um, on Imran Khan's and uh, Imran Khan and and the problems that I have with him, and why I consider you know you know I always take him with a pinch of salt. I don't consider him to be this messiah because if he is a messiah, if he is you know the guy um, that's going to take Pakistan to the next level, or he's the guy who's going to save quote unquote save Pakistan, then we're in a lot of trouble because if you need a guy in your seventies. To, who's not even, you know, um, a career public servant, uh, if you like, right? If you guy, if you need someone like that to tell you uh, how to save you and run your country, then uh, you know that's that's not saying too much, right? So I, I do agree that you know he's uh, he's better than a lot of choices that we have. But still, he has his his problems, as I mentioned in the last episode, and and I think I made myself very clear as to why why I have issues with him, and 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 any calls for any sort of um, biasness in the future, or especially with this episode, will probably just vanish 
once um, someone listens to that previous episode because I think I was very um, objective. I was very... Uh, I, and, and there were a lot of things that I even after I recorded the episode, I was like, oh, I should have said this and I, uh, I forgot to mention this. And there were so many other problems that I could have mentioned, but I didn't want to go on and on and create this uh, almost like a rant-ish episode. It wasn't supposed to be a rant. It was, like I said, um, an essay form podcast episode, right? Um, I think I mentioned in that episode as well that that's how I usually think. I take uh, a topic and then I go through with the pros and then I go through the cons and vice versa. I think I went through the cons in the last episode. Today, today's episode is going to be in defense of Imran Khan. Um, I'm not going to be defending what I said in the first episode, but I'm going going to really balance it out and really put it in perspective for you guys to re- decide if if um, if he's any good or not. Because I, you know, pretty ha- pretty much have my own opinions, uh, but I'm going to give you two sides of the coin, which which uh, which I use to come to my conclusions. I'm not necessarily going to be sharing my conclusion. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But um uh, i would really appreciate if you guys could hear me out uh like you did in the first episode and um we can go from there and 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 see how my mind functions and i think this is a not that i'm perfect or anything i mean i don't want to um advertise the fact that i'm some sort of a genius or well aware or just you know i don't want to teach you guys how to think um but but i do want to help you guys um, realize that you know I- it's not difficult to form an, an educated opinion it is not difficult it i know it's easy sometimes to just look at things and be outraged and then just uh jump on the bandwagon and thrash this you know thrash anyone to death right but but i um trust me it's easier if you just you know calm down look at both uh angles and 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 make sure you just spend a little more time googling i mean i know i get uh, so many fake links and um, news uh bites and and all of that stuff my first reaction my gut reaction even if the story is somehow supporting my own stance my first gut reaction is to hey before i share this this motherfucker better be real this motherfucker better be absolutely accurate so i'm googling it and i'm looking for um you know acceptable news agencies to report whatever you know if i'm looking for at a news or anything like that I'm, I'm looking at them to to confirm before i really jump on any sort of a bandwagon so i think it's very important that you know i demonstrate that in my podcast as well i'm not really here to give my opinions actually i am but i'm not here to really force them upon you but i'm also interested in giving you how i come up with these opinions I'm still going to be very opinionated and strongly believe in what I believe in. But it's very important that I also give you some sort of a perspective. Because if there's someone reasonable out there who likes to reasons and likes to listen. um, uh, He's, if anyone's interested in, you know, an idea that is different from theirs. um, uh, I'd like to give them an opportunity to actually hear me out. So, in defense of Imran Khan. So uh, one of the first things that I wanted to touch upon is is this whole idea of being, you know, binary or having binary political views. Uh, by binary political views, I mean it's either a zero or a one, right? So if you're pro-Trump, 
then you have to bash the left, right? You have to bash um, the Clintons. You have to bash uh, the Joe Bidens of this world, the Obamas and whatnot, um, because you're Team Red and you have to really, really give Team Blue all the bullshit in the world. Uh, and vice versa, if you're Team Blue, everything Trump does or everything the re- uh, the, the right does is horrific, is 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 racist, is, is, uh, is all the ists in the world, right? Um, um, and that's what I refer to when I say binary political thinking. Um, I think it's it's very important that um, that you um, separate emotions from facts because if you um, if you don't do that, that's where you go into that rabbit hole of um, uh, of of being a binary political um, um, opinionist or someone who has you know who who's in it for to support their team um and that's now how that's not how real world politics work in my opinion because it's 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 all gray right no one's perfect we're not dealing with masums here we're not dealing with um people who have been uh, uh established on top of us by god because if they were then obviously you have no other choice but to support them um if you're you know uh, a believer in that or not but um, but since that's not the case in any stretch of imagination, th- these are all leaders that have been elected or who came up living with us uh, in this society that we live in. You know, we know the, uh, the good things and the bad things about society. And, and, and if we know all of that, the product cannot be perfect. So uh, having binary political views is ridiculous because um, what happens in Pakistan, for example, is that if you're pro, pro let's say, Imran Khan, um then you can't really uh, i mean it's it's almost like uh it's almost like man united remember I, I i spoke about the fact that manchester united have won like 13 premier league titles and they like to rub it in in our faces uh, in liverpool's faces a lot that oh you won just one and we won you know a bunch of them before you did um and my argument there was that hey dude premier league like football didn't begin in 92 when the premier league was established in its current state um and form similarly a lot of um um pti supporters think that pakistan actually began in 2018 before that everything was shit um to some extent they might be they might be right but there's there's some good things about pakistan too right there's some good things that some of the previous leaders did and um so if you if you are a, you know a PTI supporter and you uh, you say something good about the let's say the People's Parties of this world or the Muslim League Noons and all of that stuff and and all of a sudden you know you're you're considered um, um, you know a Nawaz Sharif Nuni or something like that so you're always giving the tag and if it was the other way around if you um, if you support um, uh, Nawaz League and uh, you you suggest that PTI is doing well here or there, you're always looked at, you know, frowned upon. And so it's 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 a habit that we all collectively need to come out of, because, like I said, separate emotions from from facts. So if a fact suggests that party A is doing well in something, and you believe that's the way, your first thought shouldn't be, oh man, how can I disprove this so I don't have to praise this other guy because I hate this party, because and why do you hate this party? Because I support other party so it's all binary be open to other listen to other people listen to um 
uh, you know what the other party is doing like give them a chance to at least explain themselves and then you can you know make your own opinions um so number one don't be a binary political thinker um so therefore like i said if 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 i had suggested that imran khan has their issue uh, has his issues and pti has their have their issues um it's important that i suggest you know also speak about the realities and put things into perspective as well so then i'm not really thinking in a binary political way what really pisses me off and this is where i think things might take a little turn because i'm going to get a little bitter um what really pisses me fucking off is the left in pakistan who consider themselves to be holier than thou who consider themselves to be well aware well educated uh, they're well aware of what's going on in the world they're like well versed with technology and politics and ethics and moralities what really pisses me off is that that the thinking that the left in pakistan has that they have got everything figured out and for them bashing imran khan and bashing pti is the anti cool thing right remember when i mentioned the last episode that supporting imran khan and the young, the youth that really supported him it was um it was almost like a cool thing for them to do because imran khan was this you know good looking guy and if you were on board with that you know it was the new hip thing so as with a lot of things the you know the left does is that if something's cool they want to go against it so that they 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 create their own brand of coolness and what i really hate and hate to the absolute core in me is the fact that um the left just loves to bash imran khan no matter what and that's that's another example of being binary having binary political views and what really pisses me off is not just the fact that you know they have the the binary political views that they they so unshamedly uh, unshamefully uh, shamelessly i should say shamelessly you know flaunt in in any in everyone's faces who doesn't abide or you know subscribe to their their political views what really pisses me off is that they sense this they have this sense of superiority over the other i know i mentioned in one of the episodes when i talked about differing world views or something like that okay it's not the the I, i don't have issues with people don't believe in people who don't believe in god my problem is that they think that they're better than people uh, people who believe in god similarly my problem is not with uh, with the left bashing imran khan my problem is with the left bashing imran khan because they believe they're better than imran khan when they're absolutely the same or even worse in 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 you know a lot of instances so um what they fail to really un- comprehend and i this pisses me off so like even more um is some things are very simple some things are really binary like like i said like don't be you know a binary political thinker but some things are actually not that complicated right so you don't have to really make them complicated the biggest issue that a lot of people have with imran khan is the economy and the state of the economy how inflation has really battered um, the lower income people um and 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 how you know economy and business are not really booming and and it's really bad for business and people have been like getting in on with him and how the fbr the 
Federal Bureau of Tax in Pakistan Revenue um, um, is is acting up and, and all of that stuff. They criticize Imran Khan for that. Um, the biggest that's his biggest issue. If I were to ask anyone who really doesn't have anything to do with Imran Khan or PTI, if I asking what's the biggest issue with Imran Khan, they're like, "Pensions ko kuch karna aata nahi, economy ki maabe nahi karti." Usne that's what they say. Um, and economy is not good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and say, "Yeah, well, it's good and blah blah blah." It, it's not. But let's be let's be very 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 honest and let's be very open here. Um, the economy is in a state of not just be, not because of Imran Khan. It's it is in spite of him. If if it was like if it was fucking Obama running for prime minister and 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 had he won um, the the government, he would have had the same issues to deal with and probably wouldn't have done any better than what Imran Khan did. Economy has been in a poor state of uh, affairs because of you know very very small reasons. Um, I I I want to discuss this more in in more objective manner with my brother Zain. I've already spoke to him you know about about um, about a potential episode where he and him and I discuss uh, uh, the state of the economy because he he he's more into that. um um and then also he he studied that so he would be able to give me a much more objective uh you know view of how the economy has been doing under Imran Khan and some of the actions that he had to take were they forced or were they something that he he, he dropped the ball somewhere or not um but regardless the uh, what i understand from my you know drawing room expert mind biggest issue that Imran Khan faced when when he first came to power was the fact that the uh, the rupee was artificially valued or you know inflated against the dollar for multiple years so the first thing you know or actually let me just scale it back a little bit more we were about to get you know uh, bankrupt and we had a f- couple of options to really um raise that money one we can go talk to our friends in the middle east and and, and um our neighbors and borrow some money there but then again it starts this vicious vicious uh cycle of borrowing money and because you're just borrowing money to pay off someone else's money it doesn't really make sense uh, or you go back to the IMF and and accept their money and then also it comes with a lot of terms now a lot of news media in pakistan i saw they were criticizing that why did pakistan accept you know certain conditions and i was like fucking assholes you're beggars beggars cannot be choosers if you want you know i am after like shoved that that money down your throat and said okay take this money and now while you're taking it i also agree to my um um conditions you went to them so obviously as anyone who who lends anyone money they have some you know uh, um conditions that you need to abide by and pakistan you know i know i understand that some of these conditions may be really tough on the economy but they weren't actually the biggest issue uh that uh, a lot of people had with uh with with that transaction with imf was the fact that imf was pushing for more taxes more progressive taxing in pakistan and honestly we needed more of that 
we haven't been paying our due for far too long not a lot of people in pakistan our tax selection is awful um so naturally if someone gives you money they want to look at how you're going to give it back right and when you look deeper and you say okay how do you collect like how do you make your money and you okay you collect taxes and then what your tax collection ratio is that low how the fuck are you going to you know pay me back um so they naturally ask you to raise taxes and find ways to really come up with you know uh, uh conditions where you can raise that money so you can return that money to me so first of all pak uh, imran khan was boxed in a corner he didn't have absolutely you know no other choices but to really work with imf i know a lot of people mention and i think mara pehla episode jo tha imran khan ka jisme maine imf ke upar baat kari thi um a lot of people talked about ke usne bola tha ke imf main kabhi nahi jaunga blah 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 but dude come on y- you can you can argue about that but then okay if if that's not the case then what could he had done i am not hearing from any of the critics and on the left on the right um um even the news media who 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 go after him day in day out i'm not hearing any solutions i'm not hearing that oh dude don't go to imf go to this fucking organization or here take my money um so none of that is being heard so they love to criticize but they don't give solutions in my opinion there was no other option in my opinion uh, other than you know uh lending from you know the likes of your friends in in the arab world or you know china um there was no other option but to go back to imf and accept their conditions obviously there were some some negotiations there but you had to um but economy by large has been has been their biggest uh, has been imran khan's biggest issue and a, a lot of his criticism has is been based on economy but trust me that is not because of him so when you have that you know money from imf imf obviously will ask you to value your rupee accordingly you don't have your balance of payment issues were out um um your exchange reserves were down so obviously the value of the rupee would come down and i don't understand why um governments are measured you know i do understand some aspect of it but i don't understand why by and large they always talked about that the rupee is is being valued or like how the rupee is being valued against the dollar um and how is that part of their performance especially when governments have been uh, guilty of really f- artificially fixing that rate like china does so um it's very important to just look at other things as well not just the rupee you know value against the dollar um inflation the issue with the taxation a lot of this you know have been issues that were created by the previous government uh, the amount of money that was borrowed i i don't understand why people just don't become inquisitive in in their own um um you know in their own way of supporting their own party they always fail to answer or at least question their leaders that hey why didn't we borrow so much money in the past 10 years and we have nothing to show for it like there's no like we didn't we didn't have any economy booming in the last uh 15 10 years um we didn't have uh, you know we weren't like you know the asian tigers or anything like that so where is that money being used it's a legitimate question so when you question that 
um you all of a sudden you're you're you know you're you looked at it from a um partisan you know um um lens and then you're always considered oh tum to pdi ka supporter that's why you're asking that so usko you they always try to muddy the waters and they never answer the question they just always try to make a, some sort of a political you know uh statement um another challenge has been governance you know uh i do understand a lot of the issues that imran khan had with governance has been created by himself maybe not not by having a right the, the right team around him and i've mentioned that in the last episode as well when i talked about the problems about imran khan but still let's let's be honest here the the state of our bureaucracy and the state of the political machinery the play, uh, the state of the legal machinery the police um you know welfare and all of that stuff has been rotten for the past 20 30 years or more i think the last time pakistan was anywhere close to you know being a um a, a state which did well was probably in the 60s right so ever since the 60s uh, our institutions have been in an absolute nose dive so for imran khan to fix that in 2 years that is just beyond ridiculous it's not even like i'm not going to even entertain this as a um as as a political point because it just doesn't make sense let's just be honest here the issues that imran khan is trying to fix are not issues that he originated or he originally created i can't understand why all political parties what face do they have to come forward and criticize imran khan about how he's running the uh, the 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 government into the ground and how he's how he's making it worse for the people of Pakistan when they have been in 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 government for years and years and years it's a, it's it's time that we hear about new people i would say we hear the likes of jibran nasser is the likes of new parties coming to the front and talking about these issues because that that creates a healthy debate because that doesn't give uh, pti an out because if nawaz sharif or asif zardari come forward and criticize the government um um the first thing the pti you know platoon does is just to criticize them back they're like hey who the fuck are you talking about you have been in government for 20 30 years and you know you have made money and blah, blah, blah. so all of a sudden the issue in the forefront is you know um push to the back and they're all trying to make political uh, political statements um so that's why it's important that new parties new leaderships you know come forward and question imran khan and they should um um because then they would at least try and address them um instead of politically attacking the other person um so governance and economy let's just be honest here the biggest issues that imran khan have are these two but 90% of them have been created 95% um have been created by the previous you know states and um and Imran Khan has absolutely nothing to do with them so if you're saying that he's doing not he's not doing a good job in fixing them then a come up with a better solution if you have a better solution in mind so just give me that instead of criticizing them and two are you seriously going to judge someone to fix something that has been rotten for 60 70 years 
uh i you seriously going to judge them over a couple of years to fix that let's just i mean come on um that's just ridiculous right um we have to realize that you know um it's it's not it's not easy for imran khan to do what he's doing i know there are so many challenges there are so many challenges within his own leadership style and i and i mentioned that in the previous episode as well he's not surrounding himself he's not doing himself a lot of um good by not surrounding himself with smart people and being smart about it as well um i know i was overly critical and i still stand by that um of his treatment uh of how he uh, how he treated or how he reacted to the whole coronavirus uh outbreak in pakistan i still you know reserve my right to be critical where what he did at the time and i still stand by him stand by that but i got to give it to the man he although i i still think he had nothing to do with it but um um if if nawaz sharif can claim responsibility for making us a nuclear state then i'm sure imran khan can claim responsibility for us um you know battling the virus effectively um but there were some good things done there i like the fact that he speaks to the voters i like the fact that he speaks to the the, the people of pakistan and it's important for a leader to do that on a regular basis i still think he should go to the assembly more often but i, I still think that him speaking to the people directly more than nawaz sharif or or or, or uh, any any prime minister in the in the asif zadari government did uh put together so um uh, another thing that he is fair, like he's criticized for is the nab working against the the court and court opposition like they're constantly running after the likes of uh khwaja asif and you know these these political leaders of the opposition and the argument is that hey come on that's just you know you're just trying to shut down the opposition and that's very fascist and you know she shouldn't do that i mean that's the thing jo mera episode tha na on um, i don't know i just don't remember when kisi ek episode mein bola tha ki neutrality ke upar jo baat hoti hai like you can't be fucking neutral all the time like why do you have to be neutral and go out of your your way to be neutral jab ek cheez black hai sahi hai na ek cheez black hai ek cheez white hai if i'm looking at something that's black i'm going to call it black if i'm looking at something white i'm going to call it white but i can't call black gray because i want to be neutral because a lot of people are calling it black as well and i and and i want to you know make sure that i'm pleasing the people who are, who who call black white so i'm also i'm going to call it gray and be in the no don't fucking be in the middle for nothing if it's something if if something is that clear and obvious then you have to call it that so um we all know the previous governments had issues of corruption so if an nab is empowered and working against those people so we can't really sit down and say ya to aap bolo ki jinke khilaf cases ho rahe hain they were so clean people that you would rather be in in you would rather be in their place and and have them you know uh, um and, and basically go through the trials that they're going through you would rather do that as opposed to them they were so clean nobody is going to say that they were so clean barring maybe a couple i don't know but but still let's just be honest and fair here muslim league nawaz had huge 
corruption issues. People's Party had huge corruption issues. So this is not Imran Khan clamping down on fucking opposition. This is justice. I don't understand. Similarly, another argument is that one sided now neutral. This is a controversial example, but this is this is what it is. Um, Iran versus the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So, the Pakistan debate on these two. So, we always say that Iran is not a problem. We like, hey, let's let's be fair here. Iran didn't uh, sponsor terrorism. Um, you know, in a way that killed so many people in the world. Um, uh, so if you're going to brush them, you know, run, rub them with the same brush or really treat them similarly, that's just not fair. It's just what it is. You can't be neutral just for the sake of being neutral. That if I stand with Iran or stand with uh, the other party, I'll be considered partisan or something like that. No, I mean... If Iran is doing well in such, you know, in, in some areas, then you have to, you know, just accept it. You can't just bash Iran for the sake of it. So, uh, you can't just bash Nab and Imran Khan for the sake of it. So, this whole idea of being neutral just for the sake of it makes me absolutely sick. Um, but anyway, I know, I know, my previous episode was probably more organized in in in, in terms of thought and. In, in, in my chart sheet against Imran Khan, but uh, I think I've I think I've made myself clear that I don't I don't think that it ends there. It, I don't think that it's all problems with Imran Khan, but there is a lot of reality around it too. And the reality is, the problems that he's trying to fix are not going to be fixed in the next three years or even ten years. It takes requires a lot of intent, which I hope he has. I still hope that he he surrounds himself with good people with uh, people who are willing to shuffle the system around and not with people who are the product of the same system that he's trying to change um but yeah that's 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 my in defense of imran khan um let me know what you guys think and um hope you guys have a good one cheers bye that's it for our show the content on our episode is a collective effort by the resident drug rumors that is myself zaib sahir farooq zan and naveed our theme music is courtesy Tamur salahuddin aka muru a highly rated and extremely talented pakistani singer songwriter and youtuber to check his work please follow and subscribe to our podcast on spotify podbean youtube google and apple podcast you can also leave comments and connect with us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Until next time, take care. <laughs>